everyone welcome to another podcast on Insu Talks and you're listening to me Sujata I am so upbeat so gung ho because I have just finished watching one of my favorite directors works and I'm sure he is your favorite director too because uh, given the kind of crowd that was thronging the IMAX theater this afternoon for the first day first show of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I can clearly say the Tarantino is in good hands and by good hands I mean us the audience. For those who know the Hollywoodian tales, names and trivia, it's one of a kind of an experience this film. But for those who don't know all that, it's another different trippy war kind of an experience where DiCaprio and Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie shine. And when the name Quentin Tarantino shows up to resounding applause in a theater, you know that this film as i said earlier is in good hands you should watch it for the love of the movies and movie stars because it's a tale of survival in the most highest terrains of fame and the biggest wood of them all hollywood rick dalton played to such characteristic erratic exotic perfection by leonardo dicaprio is a soon to be has been actor who's looking for that one big break which can alter his sagging career and he has with him at all times his mate and stunt double cliff played with such relaxed ease and cool demeanor by Brad Pitt i was really torn between these two because i was really trying to see who's got the bigger footage who's got the better scene but my god tarantino he's just nailed it both of them are such equals in this film and make no mistake you're watching two of the biggest stars in motion motion picture history share equal screen space in what is a tale of death conceit and while this movie has enough and more star moments for fans of either actors the story belongs to both of them because neither of them can exist without the other tarantino's conceit lies in the setting the staging Hollywood in the late 60s was an era where cowboy flicks slowly got reduced from the bigger screen to the smaller screen which is the television and directors like Sergio Leone and Roman Polanski and all were on the rise and European directors like Bergman and all were being extremely uh, celebrated in America the song and dance and gunfight actors were going downhill and it was era of the megastar actors who could do more than just swish out a gun from a hip holster Al Pacino does an eye-sparkling cameo as Rick Dalton's agent who gets him spaghetti westerns in Europe and while the film's story takes a curve into the life of hippies uh, and as Dalton is busy in Europe and Cliff gets embroiled into an encounter which comes back to haunt the two men later as the film gets to a close now the storyline is wafer thin as you can see but the setting is where all the wow factor lies It's one thing to merely create an alternate era. We've all seen period flicks, we know how Bahubali was made, we now know all how this major mega flick this era that era film and all was made, but it's um, one thing to just have major sets and costumes come in handy to depict another era, but it's another thing to get us an audience who are living in another time frame to get totally involved into what is happening into something that might have happened or could have happened 40 years ago and that is the biggest success of Tarantino and his team and his crew and his actors forget the buildings or houses how did he get the highways and motorable roads right i mean if i'm just wondering if beverly hills and hollywood the roads and the scenario the scenery around the roads would just remain the same 
or would it be different today from what it was uh, in the 60s and 70s i mean look at your own road in your city in your street apart from the one where your house is when you step out of your house and see the road some streets are highly unrecognizable even in chennai so imagine california but he's got the whole landscape right he's got the sky right he's got the building right he's got the roads right he's got the river right he's got the trees right i mean man this is another world that he's just allowed us to just inhabit for the time that we are inside the theater the roadside restaurants the cars the city life suburbs and lifestyle of those people are now vastly different from what it was in the 60s but tarantino brings everything right in front of you The major high point for me was the inclusion of what was a huge scandal in that period involving filmmaker Roman Polanski. Do go and Google. I am not going to tell you what the scandal was. And while we see a whiff of him and his life in this film, we only get to see what happens to his neighbors Dalton and Cliff in greater detail. And Polanski's uh, wife Sharon Tate, actress Sharon Tate, played by Margaret Robbie, is more like a huge presence in the film, and she's almost like a symbol. of that once upon a time of that once in a lifetime chance of that one gate one door opening for dalton and it is a wonderful beautiful delectable presence as margaret robbie shines lovingly along with two really good looking men and that's all i will say because the rest is for you to go and see in the film and i love the finish i also love the pacing of this film Tarantino has uh, proven that with each film outing of his either he reaches a plateau or he rises above what he has left you with earlier and with this one I can safely say that Tarantino has risen above I mean there's this whole lot of maturity whole lot of uh, seriousness and a whole lot of humor which is so fresh and which just hits the ball out of the park the film ends on a note to hope Yes, you heard me. It's a Tarantino film, all right, but it ends on a note of hope. On a fairy tale high of what kind of life is about to begin for Dalton, an almost out of work actor when the film is ending. He has a whole new chapter open ahead of him. Once upon a time, the title itself is a hark back to a tale which is unreal by one in which we believe or have been taught to believe from when we were kids because fairy tales begin thus, but it ends with a happily ever after. and both the beginning and the ending is are very surreal i mean life is not like that reality is not like that but who knows when you're in hollywood this is reality tarantino's style and panache remains intact in this film and if you don't believe me do watch out for that climactic action sequence and should i say violent piece which begins with a superbly strong orchestral performance playing out from the radio and then wow if hell looked like that then man Tarantino is the devil himself for remastering this whole routine of action and blood and gorish sequences that is so famous in all his films and in this one he outdoes himself and it will leave you clapping for the heroes and it will make you jump out of your seat for sure because I was watching most of the sequence in between my fingers which was covering my face but my eyes were quite open and then after a while I just put out my hands and I was watching the whole sequence because man how do you even think of sequences like that wow and the audience along with me were in wholesome appreciation for the same you heard me right the building tensions and various scenes prior to the climax justifies the end 
and serves as the means towards a crescendo which culminates in a heroic win. It's wonderful to see the languid pace, the methodical and rhythmic editing, the wonderful soundtracks. You will recognize quite a few numbers even if you've never been to the USA like me and that's what's so great about this film that it takes you back into an era without making you feel old. Instead, this film makes you feel way younger. It gives you hope that life's twists and turns are a plenty and that one call or opening of the door or gate in this case can happen at any time, any time, even 2 seconds before it's all over. So to be always prepared is the wisest thing one can do. Be prepared like Dalton, be loyal like Cliff and don't give up ever. And the ones you've got close to you, well trust them and keep them closer to you always for life. This is one movie which you will love which will not shock you for the sake of it but which has genuinely great moments which will leave you um you know happy that you went to a theater to see the film and which will provoke you not for sheer nostalgia but for believing always in freedom and its spirited ways where fame and talent do go hand in hand followed by notoriety and guts to do as your heart says you must amidst a lot of applause whistles and laughter this tarantino movie is one which is going to go laughing all the way to the bank and on that note i hope you have booked your tickets for this film and do watch it on an imax screen because there's a lot of technical stuff that goes behind the fact that he shot on film and there is an aspect ratio and there is a 65 mm uh, projection screen that is there in imax which will fill up the whole screen and which will give you all the nook and corner and the detailing that has gone into making a film like this so this is me sujata signing off till i see you in my next podcast do do stay tuned in